Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the levels of serenity. Now, if you're familiar with serenity or maybe what it entails, then it's a good understanding that you're already in a good state of being. But if you don't understand what serenity is or the balance and what it really entails in our life, then you're probably going to want to watch or listen to this episode in its entirety because what we're going to be talking about today is exactly what many people need. And that is going to be finding a higher level of serenity and getting out of the lower levels. So if you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and to share this video and your audio to help build a like-minded community of growth-minded individuals. When we're talking about serenity, we're going to be talking about our normal way of being. So for example, if you're a male, you might have a state of being, typically happens when you're fishing, or if you're just playing video games, you might not be happy, you might not be ecstatic, you're just normal, right? Maybe your girlfriend or wife comes in, says, hey, what are you doing? Like, are you, like, how are you feeling? Or the best one, what are you thinking about? Nothing. Because typically we enjoy that serenity. One of the things men want in a relationship in their life is peace. They want peace. They want calmness. As long as they have that, they're going to be satisfied. It's a little bit different for women. But today we're going to be breaking that down in my most recent blog. And that's going to be talking about understanding the state of serenity. So let's get into that blog and dive a little bit deeper before we bring back the discussion. So if you're new to the channel, make sure to go to reverendconcepts.com, head over to the resources tab, and then click blogs and you will see the most recent blog that came out is going to be understanding the state of serenity. Of course, you can go to the link in the description box below and the blog is already there. So easy access for you to get to this blog and to read the blog. So what this blog is going to be entailing is what is serenity. Now, serenity is the state of being calm, peaceful, and untroubled. Similar to how I was giving examples in the beginning, we are going to be dealing with that type of serenity. Now, in order to explain serenity, I try to make it as simple as possible even though it can go a little bit deeper. Here we have some emotions with a serenity being in the middle. So serenity is going to be right in the middle and then above it is gonna be happiness and joy. And of course there's other emotions. It's just for the sake of the blog, sake of our discussion today, we're going to try to just keep it to two above, two below. Below serenity, we have sadness and depression. Now, of course you can feel anxious, you can feel angry. Of course that's gonna be below serenity, but we're not going to add them because then we're going to be here all day long talking about negative emotions or positive emotions. Just understand where that spectrum is for you. Is it a positive emotion? Cool, you're up here. If it's a negative emotion, cool, you're down here. Now you have to figure out, is it between happiness and serenity or joy and serenity? That's it. And then you can place it where you have to and you can make your own chart. One of the first examples I give in the first paragraph is we talk about the idea of rubber bands. Here I have two rubber bands. I don't know if we can see them, but the rubber bands are different sizes. So we have one thick one, which is over here, and then we have one thinner one, that which is on this side right here. So we have the thick one, we have the one that is a little bit thinner. This rubber band is at a state of being. These rubber bands are not really doing anything, right? They're just calm. There's no tension between them, none. No pressure, nothing. But if I stretch one of them, now we're a little bit more than what it is. Force you let go, spring, action, force. Same thing with the little one, same thing. So we're trying to figure out the balance. Now that we have a balance 
of what the rubber bands are. This is calm. This is going to be our higher self, our joy, our happiness. We're stretching ourselves, serenity is more, peace, love, all that happiness is there. But then we have our depression side, our sadness, our hate, and we crumble it up. And now we have just a little ball of nothingness, of emptiness. There's no space in between the rubber band anymore. Yet, if we can unravel it, shake all that negativity off, now we're back into the natural state we were. So we're in the natural state we were, yet sometimes we're in negative emotion state. Sometimes we're in a positive emotion state. So we're either staying the same, stretching, or we're contracting to a little ball. There's no space in between. Similar to how those rubber bands were doing that, we do that too. With serenity being in the middle, being that constant state of our rubber band, our emotions, right? We don't feel elevated. We just feel perfectly normal. Typically, that's what we feel throughout the day. Now, you're not going to just walk down the sidewalk and be like, woo, 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 I'm so happy, everyone's so happy, I'm so joyful. Most likely, you're just going to be smooth criminal. Just walking down, going to A to B, most likely. You got to go to the grocery store, you handle your business. You walk into the grocery store, yes, you might say hi to people and be happy and joyful, but that's for that moment. 90 seconds later, if you're not talking to anyone, you kind of go back to that state of serenity, that state of your normalized emotions. Now... There is a problem though. Serenity doesn't have to be in a good place to be normalized. So yes, we want to have our state of calmness or state of being, but sometimes that level is not where it should be. So instead of it being at the middle, maybe it's a little bit lower at sadness. So our state of being, our constant state of being is sadness. So we are constantly sad. Maybe we have real bad moments in our life and we are just even lower. Our new norm is depression. So we're in that low state of depression, and that is our home. That is where we wake up feeling. That is where we go to sleep feeling. That is what we go throughout the day feeling. That is our normal. What tends to happen when we are in that low state of depression or sadness for quite some time, we look for outlets, whether they be drugs, alcohol, sex, whatever it be. We are looking for an outlet to elevate our emotion all the way up to at least being happy maybe even being just serene again, feeling normal. But every single time that high is done or that moment is done, you're left with your own devices and you're back to that depression state. So there are going to be temporary fixes, but then there are going to be permanent fixes. So depending on what you're doing, you need to figure out if it's a more permanent fix or if it's a temporary fix. Typically, substances, materials, those are going to be temporary fixes. Doing the deep work and some introspection on who you are and what you want to be, that's going to be some deep work and that's going to be a long-lasting type of fix. So looking at the blog, we really get a good understanding of what serenity is and then should we have it. Now, also in the blog, I talk about the difference between men and women. We are going to be different. Men and women are not the same. As much as we would like to believe that men and women are the same, we are not. This is not a debate. This is not something of contention where I believe that men are superior to women or women are superior to men. This is not that. This is an understanding that we are biologically different. There's nothing wrong with being biologically different. I can't have a kid. That's perfectly fine. My wife can have a kid. Cool. I can have a family, right? So we come together for a mission, for a common goal. So what tends to happen in the minds of men or women is going to be unique. Similar to how I said men like to be in this state of serenity. They play video games, they go out with friends, and they're super chill, super chill. 
They might not be laughing or anything. They could be talking normal with people, but that serenity could be actually a higher state of serenity. Or maybe they feel happy, but they're not smiling. They're not joking around. They're just enjoying the environment. Peace, tranquility, calmness. For a man, that's going to be a higher level, even though it's their basis of what they're looking for, serenity. Because if they can fish every single day for their whole entire life, I'm sure they would. Or if they could play video games their whole entire life, I'm sure they would. Or if they can go to the racetrack or go to the casino, whatever the man wants to do, right? Everyone has a a different type of perspective and what they are looking for in life. So if the male wants to have this type of life, he can. Now, when we look at women, they might also be that where they can be perfectly happy just being at home, maybe be perfectly happy watching The Office, sitcoms, series on the TV. They can have that ability too. But more often than not, the majority are going to always look for that happiness, looking for that joy. That's why in a relationship, you will hear a woman typically say this, I'm not happy in a relationship. You're not making me happy. Why do they say that, but not men going to women saying, you don't make me happy. You don't fulfill me because the levels of serenity are different. What one wants, the other one doesn't. So men are typically going to be blind to the idea that women are thinking this way. So the fact that women are thinking in this higher state of serenity, we have to, of course, adjust for that. So we can't just take them fishing and expect for them to be happy. Of course, some women will love to go fishing, but not every single one of them. Some might, and that's going to also depend on their love language. Do they like gifts? Do they like affection, romance, food, whatever it be? understanding that and then using it in your relationship. I think it's important for every relationship, if you want it to be successful, is to understand the other person's favor. So what do they enjoy? Maybe they enjoy watching movies together. So once a week, maybe two times a week, spend some time watching movies with them. Maybe they like going shopping. Even if you don't buy anything, go to the mall, walk around, talk about the different things, communication. In order to have a strong, healthy relationship, you need at least 90 minutes a week of effective communication. That doesn't mean I'm on my smartphone and I'm texting and I'm playing a game or I'm doing emails and I'm just chit-chatting with them. That's not meaningful conversation. It's not effective. That's passive. So we need to be more deliberate when we're trying to show that we're trying to get to that elevated sense of happiness and joy. The problem that many people are facing today when it comes to serenity is we have this modern way of thinking. And it's not women being modern. It's also men being modern, where we have this entitled state of mind, where everyone wants to pursue happiness, but not everyone's willing to put in the work. So the fact that they are not willing to put in the work and they see other people achieving great things in their life and they're not achieving those great things, it causes them to kind of feel down. That's why people are so quick to belittle you. That's why people are so quick to say, hey, you can't do something and limit you because them seeing you go ahead actually makes them feel lower. So if they can bring you back to that serenity, that even playing ground, the same as them, they feel fine. But it's when you start to progress, they will tell you, hey, take it easy. You're doing too much. Stop showboating. Try to bring you down to their level. When in reality, we don't need to be on their level We need to continue to push to our highest level. One of the biggest issues that we're going to have to deal with when in serenity is that we have to get over our way of thinking. Typically, 
Our brain wants to conserve energy and it loves to be in that state of serenity. It loves it. That's why we have a comfort zone. That comfort zone is your serenity. Then we go into the fear zone. Uh-oh, we're getting a little bit uncomfortable and the brain and the mind are saying things like, I don't know if we should be doing this. So then we start to get signals of maybe we're depressed or maybe we're sad or anxious or angry or burned out. Like all these different emotions are keeping us in our comfort zone because we're like, oh, we're going down, we're going down because we're not happy because we're pushing. You can get into the state of mind of pushing and enjoying that. For example, I love going to the gym, but not everyone is going to love going to the gym. They have to be in that state of mind. So what we're going to do next is we're going to be talking about the state of mind in serenity because this blog is going to be talking about serenity and getting to it, finding the balance, and then, of course, either choosing to be higher or understanding why you're lower. So when it comes to serenity and mindset, we have to understand that we are in charge of how we feel. We are in charge of our thoughts, our feelings, and our actions. It is that simple. If you feel like you are not in control of your thoughts, feelings, and your actions, then you're being fooled. Someone has told you a lie somewhere in your life. Not sure where, but someone has told you saying you're not in charge of your actions. If someone says something to you and they get you upset, then guess what? They're at fault. So if someone says something to me, I have the right to be angry. I have the right to be angry at you because you said something to me. Okay. But why am I allowing someone to dictate my emotions? Why can't I choose when to feel angry? Why can't I choose to feel happy when they're upset? There's nothing stopping me except societal standards. Societal standards are going to be one of those things that are going to determine our serenity level. If the community as a mass is unhappy, everyone's unhappy, everyone's struggling, I guess I have to struggle too. I guess I have to be unhappy too. Everyone else is unhappy, so I have to be part of society. I have to fit in. So I'm going to struggle too, and I'm going to be happy, and I'm going to protest, and I'm going to go in the streets, and I'm going to protest. Why do you think there's so many white people in BLM? There's a reason for that. Now, it's not just because, oh, that's a really bad thing, and I I should join the cause. No, this is psychology. The mind does way more than you can even think about. And that's why you can watch your mainstream media. And that's why you can think about certain things in a certain way. And you feel like you're automatically entitled or right to do this action. So, oh, I'm mad. Someone's not wearing a mask. Oh, I'm mad. Someone didn't get a COVID shot. Oh, I'm mad. They're making me get a COVID shot. They're making it mandatory. Oh, I'm mad that they're protesting and they're defunding the police. Well, I'm mad that they're taking away the second amendment. It's personal. All of that was personal. Yet we make it other people's issues. So the fact that someone else wants something, now it's my problem. Oh, now I have to be upset. My body, my choice. I have to be upset now. When in reality, you can choose who you want to have sex with. In reality, you can choose if you want to have a baby or not. You have that right. Now, We can have beliefs, we can have standards, but just because we have them doesn't mean that other people have to follow them. So if someone has a standard for maybe being with a bunch of people and they have a bunch of kids and they want to get an abortion, they can get an abortion. If one of the people don't want to get an abortion, okay, if it's a woman, the woman can get an abortion. If it's a man, the man can't make the woman get an abortion. So of course, there's not a level of equality there, but we're not looking at equality. We're looking at the state of serenity. Because when we're looking at serenity, we're looking at peace, we're looking at calmness. 
So when someone doesn't do something that we want, guess what? Our level of serenity kind of goes down because we're not happy. We're not filled with joy. We might be sad that someone wasn't able to accomplish what we wanted them to do. Maybe they were a good friend and we lost them because they have a different viewpoint or different belief. So what's happening in our society is that we are moving in the sense of being in cliques, being in groups, rather than finding a mindset that we enjoy being around. Now, of course, typically, if someone has a mindset that is going to be positive, joyful, happy, they're going to be looking at the good stuff. And that good stuff is going to be dealing with, all right, I like being around this person. This person probably has a growth mindset. They're optimistic. They're cool to be around. I can talk to them. I can be myself. And guess what? Maybe that person has different viewpoints than you, but there's no contention when you speak about them. Sometimes people get into the idea that if someone has a different belief than you, you can't be cordial. You can't be friends when that's so far from the truth. You can work together. You can be together. And serenity is creating that balance. So serenity is dealing with the balance in ourselves. But what about serenity in other areas of our life? How about our career? What would that look like? Are you happy with your career? Are you sad with your career? Are you going into work dreading it every single day? What level of serenity, state of being, are you at, at work? How about your relationships? Whether it be family, love relationships, whatever it be, tell me about that. How about your finances? Tell me about your finances. What level are you there? Do you feel comfortable? Do you feel happy? Do you feel joyful that you have all this money in the bank? Or do you feel worried? Worried about inflation? You're worried about gas pricing? You're worried about your mortgage? You're worried about getting out of the rat race? You might be in a lower area, right? All of that is trying to create a balance. And in our life, we're trying to create a balance of serenity. So how do we create that balance? It's a million dollar question. It's going to be different though for everyone. For me, creating serenity can be as easy as making sure my cup is full first, making sure I practice self-love, mindfulness, and I can do that by going to the gym, reading, meditating, yoga, all of those different things help me be more mindful, be more present. But the person that I'm looking for is myself. Where am I? Every single morning I do a self-assessment. I wake up and I say, all right, what am I feeling? Am I tired? Am I anxious? What needs to happen? So now I'm thinking in that manner, okay? The next step is figuring out where would I like to be? Because if I'm at a normal state of being, maybe a little bit above serenity typically is where I am. I'm all typically always in a good state or good happy state. Sometimes I'm tired, so maybe I'm at serenity or maybe a little bit below. Maybe burnout's coming, right? A lot of work, but at the same time, it's still exciting work for me. So it's not something I'm hating. So it's not a negative thing where I'm busy or I have a lot of obligations. Sometimes when people get overwhelmed, that's when sadness and depression come in because they're not taking care of their body or their mind. So understanding that, getting to that balance, getting to that place of calmness, peace, tranquility, it's only a matter of mindset. It could be difficult for people who might not be familiar with serenity, who might not know how to get there, who might have never gone on that journey quite yet. Well, if you're looking to take that journey, you don't have to get a coach. It's always easier. I always encourage people to get a coach. I have many blogs on my website. 
personal development reading articles that you can read at your leisure. And what that will do for you is start to get you in the right mindset of creating that serenity, that balance, that calmness in your mind. And then, of course, you can be as specific as you want. You're looking for mindfulness. You're looking for awareness. You're looking for peace. All that you can just type in the search window anywhere on the website. And then you can get to the article that you need or the page that you need to be. Same thing with my YouTube page. If you type in anything about motivation, being at peace, abundance, success, all of that is going to be there for free. So you can listen to the podcast, another great source, listening to all the episodes that are going to be dealing with how to be in a better place, how to get out of that negative mind, how to be more mindful. All of those different things and aspects help create serenity and a higher level of it. What tends to happen is many people choose not to get there. They just kind of accept what happens in their life. But what happens if you're tired of accepting the scraps? What, what happens if you're tired of accepting just being okay or not being okay? Sometimes it takes trauma. Sometimes it takes a hardship for you to finally realize, like, you know, what? I'm done with this. I'm changing my life today. So if you're ready to change your life today, you can. It will take some time. It will take some effort. It will take some diligence on your part. But it's all possible. So understand that the balance of serenity in your life is going to be your natural state of being. And if you don't like how you constantly are, meaning if you find yourself more pessimistic than optimistic and you want to change it, you have that ability. You have that power. You just have to want it. And if you're stuck into that negativity and you can't get out, I highly recommend a coach. But if you are astute and you can really push yourself and no matter what happens in your life, Read personal development material. Reverendconcepts.com, you will find an abundance of personal development material. So stack up, figure out how you can create this serenity, and then go from there. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions about serenity or about mindset, email me coachingaccession at gmail.com, and I'll be more than happy to get back to you and answer any questions you may have. Of course, you can follow me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, all of those different things, and I'll be more than happy to start a conversation. We all have a favorite platform, and you can use that to reach out to people who are trying to help the world get into a better place. Many of the coaches that I speak with here on Coaching in Session want the same thing for you. They want a better world. They want a better you. So utilizing them, understanding that there's so many resources for you to grow that you don't have to spend money. Sometimes you just have to spend a little bit of time to make a difference in your life and then in the world. I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.